Hey, this is Find Out, a podcast for student-aged girls. We are going to be answering heavy questions students from Central Church have asked. Our goal is to unpack these questions, looking to scripture to guide us. Know that our heart is to always point you back to the Lord. Good afternoon, everyone. It's Abby. And Kathleen. <laughs> I feel like I do that the same every time. And I almost, Kathleen. <laughs> I almost said it's Kathleen. <laughs> I did that last time I opened too. Anyways. <laughs> Um, okay, before we get into today's episode, we have our classic little soft opening mm-hmm. for you guys. So today we're going to be talking about um, what the Lord's been doing in our lives. And so besides what the Lord's been doing in our lives, mm-hmm. Kathleen and I have picked up some new hobbies over quarantine, and we just wanted to share those with you guys. So Kathleen, I'll let you go first. Okay, so my sister had a baby over quarantine she had the baby in june so i got this bright idea of like wow i'm really bored i'm not going anywhere i'm not seeing anybody so you know what i'm gonna do i'm going to knit a blanket for this baby so i started in june i went to hobby lobby and i picked out a little beginner's guide book on how to knit and i self-taught myself (laughs) how to knit um And it proved to be really difficult, guys. (laughs) And I messed up a lot, started over a lot. Um, And just a little update for you guys. I am about an eighth of the way through. Wait, still? I started in June. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you've been telling me you're doing all this knitting. What are you doing? Because I, like, mess up, and then my OCD kicks in, and I'm like, oh, I have to start over. So I've, like, started over a few times. But there was a brief period of about a month where I just didn't do it at all. And I'm a little bit of a perfectionist in that way. But I'm not going to lie. There's a few mistakes in it right now, and they bother me. But if you don't look close enough, you can never notice. You know, the baby's not going to notice. No, I'm not going to notice. I'm just hoping he gets this by his first birthday, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, I asked my fiance, I was like, hey, do you think I can stop here and just make this a baby scarf? (laughs) Because honestly, I want to. Can you put scarves on babies or is that like a hazard? I sort of feel like it's I've never seen a baby scarf. I feel like that's not a good idea. But it would be cute. That would be cute. Yeah, I also think that I just chose like a really difficult beginner pattern and mm. it's multicolored. So I have like mm. three different skeins mm. of yarn. Yeah, I don't know why I chose such sounds... a hard one for my first project, but <laughs> yeah. I'll keep y'all updated when I finish it. All Hopefully right. I'll finish it soon. 12 episodes later, yeah. Kathleen can finally say, I finished it. Or I'm almost there. Okay, anyways. What have you been doing, Abby? <laughs> I have been, well, this isn't necessarily a new hobby. I've done this before, but I've been playing more disc golf. So I finally got my own discs. Um, and by got my own discs, I mean my roommate has one that she gave me. And then Tinsley like found two when he was disc golfing and gave them to me. So now I have three discs and I really want to go throw them. But right after I received these discs, I received them all in the span of like a couple of days. Um, I got quarantined. So (laughs) then now I'm out of quarantine. It's been a few days. It's been probably like a week or so since Mm -hmm. I've been out of quarantine, but it's been so cold and rainy. So... 
I not have not been time. able to go on my own. Yeah, it's yeah. not a great time. It's not a good season for being outside. But mm-hmm. that is the hobby that that's the new hobby I have. I have other hobbies like yeah. reading and baking. Um, but since I had to pick a new one for the sake of this. <laughs> yeah, I made her. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it has to be new. But yeah. Tinsley is probably really proud of you, honestly. Mm-hmm. If y'all didn't know, Tinsley loves, and I mean loves, loves disc golf. Disc golf. Like could talk about it four hours yeah. could play it for hours does play it. does play it for hours <laughs> he'll finish a course and then he's like let's go again and i'm like no <laughs> practice it twice that's how you improve yeah so nice he has to play it twice mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm just kidding he's probably yeah he's probably so excited that you love disc golf now yeah sorry tinsley i couldn't get on board <laughs> i'm too competitive and not good at it <laughs> no, i'm sure you'd be good at it yeah, it's just do I want to be? <laughs> oh. I have and knitting. Here we learn. I have Kathleen knitting. secretly hates disc golf. I don't hate disc golf. I have played before and I do have fun. But when, okay, so here's the deal when other people are also highly competitive, <clears throat> Tinsley, and I'm playing with them, like my fiance plays too. And when I'm playing in that kind of environment, I'm like, I should be good at this, but I'm not good at this. And y'all are all playing competitively around me. And I'm just so bad at this Mm -hmm. that I'm not even remotely competition to you guys. Mm -hmm. So I I think I've kind of like given up because I'm like, even if I start now, (laughs) it will take me five years (laughs) to get where they are. I think for me, I'm not very good at it either, but I just have no competitive bones. You don't. And so it's like, I'm just out there like, oh, this is so fun. Yeah. I'm like four throws in and like Tinsley has already made it into the basket. Anyways. Yeah. I bet his greatest Christmas wish is that Anna would learn to love disc golf as well. <laughs> so Anna, if you're listening to this and you need to know what to get Tinsley for Christmas... It's you to like disc yeah. golf. <laughs> Actually, inst- just buy yourself disc golf yeah. as a gift for Tinsley. He would literally be like, yes. Oh, anyway, man. okay. Yeah, so, that's, so that's what I've been up to. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kathleen's been knitting. We're, do- we're doing great. We're, you know, here. active in our own ways. Yeah. My forearm muscles are really developing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Just kidding>. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to the point. Um... So, like Abby mentioned, I just clapped if you heard that noise. (laughs) Um, We've also grown in awkwardness (laughs) over the past few months. Um, But as Abby mentioned a minute ago, we are just wanting to talk to you guys about where we've been at spiritually and the things that the Lord has been teaching us over the past few months. Um, I feel like sometimes... Because we're like we're either teaching or talking to you guys, you don't necessarily get to see exactly where we are at spiritually. So we thought this would just be like a cool, cool time for y'all to get a look in and like what the Lord's teaching us specifically. And maybe this will encourage you guys to grow or share with your friends what you've been learning over this time. Um, I feel like the Lord is doing a big work in a lot of different people's lives, and so don't be afraid to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because honestly, like, it's so cool to see. I mean, like Abby and I have talked about the things we're going through and it's just cool to see the way Abby's grown over the Mm -hmm. past few months. And, um, it's also a cool way to just like spur her on if I can. And so it's cool to share with people what the Lord is doing in your life. So don't be afraid. Um, but also not going to lie, a part of why we're doing this episode is we're in the middle of like kind of building more content for you guys. And so this is a nice little like, all right, we'll let you in on our lives a little bit and also write more episodes. (laughs) So we're working on stuff. If you have any more questions also, Mm -hmm. please send them to us because we are, (laughs) yeah, we're like Kathleen said, we're in the process of kind of building our repertoire. (laughs) Repertoire. Oh, and I'm learning French. I just wanted to add that. That should have been the thing. That should have been the oh thing. Oh my goodness. Hey, say something in French. Uh, je m'appelle Kathleen. That's my name is Kathleen. Wow. I know other things, but I'm embarrassed and on the spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kathleen is learning French. If you see her in person, definitely ask her about yeah. it. But um, yeah, so to get into what the Lord's been, I guess I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or I guess I am going first. We talked about that before we started. <laughs> Okay. Um, I want to take us to Mark chapter four. And honestly, if you guys have talked to me in the past, like three months, you know that I have been in Romans eight, but right now, (laughs) right now we're in Mark four. Um, but Romans eight is near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So please come ask me about it. But Mm -hmm. today we're going to go through Mark four specifically, um, verse verses 35 through 41 so through the end of the chapter so if you guys want to read along with me that'd be awesome but if you're not in a position to go get your bible and read um, don't worry because i'm going to read it so let's begin beginning in mark 4 chapter or mark 4 verse 35 on that day when evening had come he being jesus said to them let us go across to the other side and leaving the crowd they took him with them in the boat just as he was And the other boats were with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I think a lot of times in this story, people tend to focus on like Jesus calming the storm, which is awesome. Like he does have the power to do that. That's what the disciples are amazed about at the end. Um, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Like that's the Lord that we worship. But what I want to focus on is this aspect of Jesus being asleep. Um, Not only is he, he's not just like taking a cat nap here. He's asleep on the cushion, Mark tells us. Like man's is, he's, he's like dead asleep in the middle of this storm. Um, and I, th- I look at this and I think, like, how did Jesus not see the storm coming? Like, was he not, was he not preoccupied? Um, we know Jesus wasn't, wasn't worried about the storm, that what he knew was coming, because Jesus is 100% God and 100% man, so he knows what's going to happen already. He saw everything coming that was going to come, and he still, like, peacefully fell asleep. And so I think for all of us in this season, like, not just myself, um, we're looking at COVID or like whatever could be going on in your lives and thinking like, oh my goodness, where is Jesus? Like, what are we, gonna, what are we going to do? And you start freaking out a little bit and I'll start freaking out, um, forgetting that like Jesus is asleep. <laughs> He's asleep in the cushion. Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat. And so that's something that I've had to remind myself of a lot. It's something that like helps because 
I know that whatever I go through, like the Lord has seen it through already. Like I just think about how much assurance Jesus must have had um, in the Lord and in his, in his sovereignty and in his power over the situation and to keep him safe, to feel safe enough to fall asleep in such a situation, to relax and fall asleep in such a situation. And so I think if we were to like, like Romans 8 tells us, <laughs> here it is. Um, I was waiting. <laughs> set the mind, <laughs> to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Like that's what Jesus's mind is set mm-hmm. on in this moment when he's being able to be peaceful um, in the middle of this storm. And so like, that's what I have to run, remind myself to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, that's just what we all have to have to do to have any peace um, in whatever we're walking through. And so that's been a really big encouragement to, to me to see like this story so clearly of, um, of Jesus falling asleep in this boat. Like mm-hmm. I think we all could use a nap. <laughs> and so, so I've been really encouraged by that. Mm-hmm. Um, that like just reminding myself that like Abby, Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat. Like yeah. it is okay. Yeah. I love this line that it's like, Jesus, like, do you care that we are perishing? Yeah. It's like, he does, but he's in control mm-hmm. of it. And he's, you know, he's already seen that other side of it. Mm-hmm. And so he's not worried about it. So I like that. Yeah. Abby? I think if we had that perspective of like being on the other side of it already, because, you know, God mm-hmm. is outside of time. So it's like, he's seen all of this through for us. So he's not freaking mm-hmm. out. Um, I think because we are not outside of time, <laughs> we don't see things the way that he does. We tend to freak out, but like, yeah. he just constantly reminds us that we don't need to. Yeah. There's this song that Abby is going to roll her eyes when I tell her <laughs> what it is. It's uh, called Constellations by Ellie Holcomb. <laughs> I think I've asked Abby or Tinsley, I can't remember which one of you, if y'all have listened to this song like four times. <laughs> it might have been Tinsley. I haven't listened to it. So if you've asked but, me about it, I'm so well, sorry. Well, you should. Because, okay. I don't know, it's a really cool song, but in this song, it's kind of this moment of, you know, this feeling of feeling alone and in the darkness. And at the end of the song, she just talks about like, God, you've already gone over there. You've already been past the darkness. Um, and you're saying I'm not alone. And so I think that's just a really cool song and I love worshiping. And I love when like I hear songs that like relate back to scripture or things that I'm walking through. So I mean, you should go listen to that song and girls, if you're listening, y'all should listen to that song. It's really good. So, but I just wanted to share um, what I've been walking through at risk of sounding like a broken record to y'all. Um, you know, I'm sure that you've heard like, this is a hard season. This is a tough season or some form of that sentence from so many people. You yourself might be saying it. I don't know, but absolutely. This has just been a really tough season for me. And so it's just been really hard. Um, it's been hard. I feel like on every aspect of my life, like whether it's been, um, my personal life, my work life, um, you know, just like everything right now, just socially, like what it just feels like everything is kind of like on edge. Um, and I feel like a lot of mornings through the past few months, I've just woken up thinking, what, what's happening today? Like what, you know, what shoot is going to drop today? Um, and I'm not saying that's a good view. It's not, (laughs) but, um, 
it's just been really tough. The Lord has kind of uprooted a bunch of different plans for me. Um, but I say all that to say he has also been really sweet during this time. And so part of that and what I'm going to share with you guys today is that I walked through James a few months ago, probably not even a few months ago, a couple of months ago. Um, and guys, I learned so much through James. I was just telling Abby, like, I wish I could just like go through each chapter of James and be like, well, this is what I learned from this we part. <laughs> But James is a really good book of the Bible, and I encourage you guys to spend some time there if you have time, which hopefully you do. <laughs> but it's just, it's been a really encouraging book. It's challenged me in a lot of big ways, but what I'm going to highlight for you guys today is just this moment where I feel like the Lord was just really calling me to reliance and endurance and um, I know, like, I don't know if you've ever heard people say, like, my word for this year or a word I've been focusing on is, um, but truly I feel like the Lord has just been whispering the word reliance to me, and it's just a call for me to rely on God more than I rely on myself because I have a big tendency to do that. Um, so I'm going to read for you guys in James 5, starting in verse 7. It says, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those who we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. I want to point out just a few highlights from these few verses um, to tell you guys of just a few things. Um, the Lord is like, if you feel also that this has been a tough time or you feel like you're going through various trials, um, the Lord is calling us to be patient in our suffering. Guys, my life has absolutely not looked like the way I thought it would. And I feel like Satan has just been attacking me with that. He's like, nothing's going the way you thought it's going to go. Um, but the Lord here is saying, be patient. And I love this image he gives of see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. This is an image of agriculture that we get throughout the New Testament because I feel like during this time, people really understood the patience harvesters had to have for their fruit um, or for their time of harvest. It wasn't like you plant a seed and two weeks later, harvest is ready. No, things take years to grow. Um, it took more time than I feel like our instant gratification society would like it to take. But I feel like the Lord was just like... You not only need the early rains, you not only need the late rains, Kathleen, like you need all the rain that I'm giving you to become the child of Christ that I'm building you up to be, the disciple that I'm building you up to be. Um, and like he gives this image of Job who went through a heck of a time. Um, and I just like, I feel like I relate to Job a little bit. Just things have not gone the way that I wanted them to. 
But also at the end of the book of Job, we see Job praise and glorify the Lord. And I want that. And I desire that for my life. Um, to still like trust in the Lord, no matter what my circumstances on this earth. And so the Lord has just been calling me in that reliance to him. Um, this reliance on him, even when I feel like I'm suffering, this calling to be patient, even when I'm suffering. And I just also love where this little paragraph ends, um, saying the Lord is compassionate and merciful. It was just, it's a good reminder that the Lord has compassion on me and he has mercy for me and I do not deserve it whatsoever, but he has offered it nonetheless. And so not only is this like a commandment, but it's a calling to recognize who the Lord is and who his character is. And I've just, I've loved him bringing this scripture into my life. Um, and it's challenged me like in verse nine, do not grumble against one another. Like that's also don't grumble about where you are. Like I, I've been so struggling with that. And so not to complain because the Lord has me exactly where he has me. And it's not so that my life would be cush or my life would be, I don't know, you know, the way I wanted it to be, but I'm called as a disciple of Christ. I'm called to follow him when it's the hardest to deny myself. And guys, this has been that season for real <laughs> where the Lord is just really impressing that on me. And so he's compassionate for me and he understands. And just as Abby was saying with what she's been walking through, he's already been to the other side and he is asleep in the back of the boat. And so Abby and I have walked through different things in the season, but I feel like the common theme being that it has been just tough. <laughs> and I know that sounds so simple and like you're like everybody's saying, that. <laughs> but isn't that cool that we're all kind of like struggling together right now? And the Lord is, I feel like just turning eyes towards him. Mm -hmm. And so I've just... I've loved that, but it, it takes some humbling to sit back and be like, all right, Lord, none of me, but all of you. And so, yeah, that's just where I've been at. Yeah. What a great word. Like, I don't know, just that even though it is tough and I feel like we're all, I feel like all of us are going through it in some way or another. Mm -hmm. I know we're all going through the same like pandemic, mm -hmm. but like we're going through things that don't have anything to do with the pandemic also. Mm -hmm. Like those problems haven't stopped either. Um, it is so tough. And so I, I like this, um, idea of us all being in it together, like going through different things, but it just being tough together. Cause you're right. Like the Lord is, he's, he's changing hearts and he's fixing them on him. And so like, I'm just so grateful for, um, even seeing you like walk through what you've walked through. Like the Lord has wrecked so many of your plans. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just to watch you like walk so well through it has been a really big encouragement to me. Cause like, I know that your eyes are on the Lord. Um, and so I know that's what, like, I see other people in my life too, that like, I know things are not going so hot, but like our eyes are on the Lord together. Yeah. <laughs> just got to take our eyes off of what's going on around us. Yeah. So I just love this idea of removing ourselves from, you know, the midst of what we see as like a crazy, why am I perishing <laughs> circumstance to just calling for our eyes to look upon the Lord and just asking him like, all right, Lord, like if this is where you have me, 
Lord, let me just be obedient to you. Let me live like you want me to live. Um, Let me become more like you. And that's, it's hard to do, but girls, we just want to encourage you where you're at. If you feel like you're with me and Abby, and this has been a tough season for whatever reason you think it's been a tough season or circumstance you are currently in, um, take a step back and just look at what the Lord's been doing through that season. Turn your eyes onto God and not just this circumstance of what you think isn't going right or it's not fun and it's hard or sad. Um, just ask the Lord to give him to give you his vision. Um, cause Abby and I sure have tried to do that and it just, it will make this time so much sweeter for you guys. And also before we close out, we just wanted to encourage you guys to go and share what the Lord is teaching you right now to your friends, or maybe you don't have friends that you're necessarily comfortable sharing with. Um, Abby and I are definitely here to hear what God has been doing in your lives. We, we love to just witness what the Lord is doing for you guys. And so we're here if you want to tell us, but also like you can go share with your friends and hopefully they'll be there to encourage you and spur you on and what the Lord is teaching you. Yeah, guys, like we love hearing what's going on in y'all's lives. And so come tell us, come tell us, come share with your friends, like glory be to God. Um, don't be afraid to share what he's doing in your lives. Know that we're here for you always. Um, and also we're taking questions, like we said earlier, to build on to like the next kind of season of podcasts we have going. So um, write to us about that if you want, or just tell us in person. Um, but we love you. We're here for you. And we can't wait to talk to you in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Bye.